0: Hello and welcome to the Ecommerce Pros Podcast, where we chat with the experts of online selling to help you increase your sales. Today, we're speaking with Michelle Ye, who is the founder of Hygiene Hero, an Amazon brand that offers a unique product line of feminine hygiene products. Michelle shares valuable tips for how you can avoid campaign setbacks in the ever-changing landscape of paid digital media. So let's get started. The e-commerce pros podcast is brought to you by VideoFresh. VideoFresh makes it easier than ever to get the custom video content you need for your e-commerce products. Learn more at VideoFresh.co. Michelle, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Tell me about your latest endeavor, Hygiene Hero.
1: Hygiene Hero was founded last June, uh, June 2020, uh, with the goal to revolutionize the hygiene category. I came from the beauty industry, right? And I, with 25 plus years, years of experience in cosmetic industry in 2008, I realized how toxic that industry was in terms of ingredient and formula and how, so I want to bring the clean beauty principle into the hygiene category. And in the midst of preparing for the launch, I was working on totally something else. The pandemic hit. Um so I canceled all my trip to Asia right away because I lived in China for 11 years and um, so I called all my suppliers in the US and asked them to make me a, an organic hand sanitizer. They all say oh it's going to take 6 months. This is February, early February 2020. This is before US started to realize how serious it was. I said you don't understand I can't wait that long. They say what's the rush? I say I think the pandemic is going to hit. Nobody believed me that at that time. Nobody took me seriously in the US at that time. But because my suppliers was already working on something else for me in Italy, I called the Italian supplier and said, Hey, can you get me organic alcohol? This is before the pandemic hit. Uh, the virus hit uh, Italy in March. Wow. They sure. So they stock up a bunch of alcohol for me without knowing what's going to hit Italy. So March came, <laughs> Italy shut down. You, you remember those horror images, the entire town was empty, right? And um, so they went through that, but because they are considered essential manufacturers, essential uh, perf- uh, businesses, so they continued to crank out hand sanitizer for me as well as for their own markets in Italy. So that's the birth of Supermist. <laughs> so we call the Um, I think here SuperMiss is the 100% natural, organic hand sanitizer. Okay. So it took us about four months to get the product into the U.S. from Italy. During April, you remember that healthcare workers were not, you know, were wearing the same he- uh, mask every day. Remember, because there are no masks for them. Hmm. And I said, this is not right. I must be able to find them some mask." So I did a GoFundMe campaign among all my friends and family, and we raised enough money to donate 3,000 masks. And so the money came in, I had to go and source the mask. I said, oh, I know all the suppliers in China. I'm sure I, my connection can help me find the uh, K- KN95 mask." So I got a bunch of um, FDA certificates uh, emailed to me, and I was vetting through every one of them. And I, I went to FDA website to see whether it's indeed there, and I could not find any of them on FDA website. So all these certificates were fake. And then there, oh, except one, I said, okay, this one is real. So I asked them to send me samples. So I spent the money and buy a bunch of samples and got sent to me that looked nothing like the one they sent me the registration for. for. So, so the FDA registration for So that is also fake. So I decided, okay, this is not good. Nobody's checking them. And they are selling millions and millions of them to the U.S. I said, okay, I cannot tell what is real, what's not, when it comes to these paper masks, or, or they call it a medical grade masks. So I decided, okay, I'm, I cannot donate these. So I went back to my birthplace birthplace in Taiwan and use my you know, family connection and found a manufacturer to make good quality cloth mask. So we order a bunch um, and then donate it to senior homes and the hospitals and homeless shelters in the Bay Area. And so in the process of that, we have mom's group in Berkeley asking me, can we buy some for our, uh, our kids you know, from you? I said, Oh, sure. I can order, you know, extra for you. And, um, so I ordered a bunch for them and then I start taking <laughs> orders from, uh, by text messages and WhatsApp and, um, but the sales grew so fast. I had to tap start tabulating those sales in Excel spreadsheet. Okay. Nothing fancy. And, um, And they say, "Wow, this is too, I say, it's too much work. I I can't do this anymore. They say, why don't you put it on the website, the website that you're going to be selling the hand sanitizer for. I said, oh, my God, it was not part of my plan, but okay, I'll put it in. At that time, no logo, no packaging design. (laughs) Everything is very, very bare minimum. And we put it on, and it became a hit. We sold so much. And uh, people kept coming back. By then, actually, by July, the people have a lot of options for masks already. But people kept coming back. We have people come back in three weeks, or uh, five times. I said, How many masks do you need? They're like, Oh, we buy for our friends, family, and our employees, too. So then at that time, I, say, I, I realized we have a winner here. And so today, the masses still account for 80% of all sales.
0: That's fantastic. And I know that you started advertising on Facebook, but you had some interesting hurdles in that process. Uh, tell us about that.
1: Well, we started advertising in um, July and uh, I started with five bucks per day. I have no idea. I had no agency at that time. which is kind of, I never done Facebook advertising. I put in five bucks per day and then, wow, sales are coming in. And then we send a few to bloggers, you know, the the people who like clean uh, beauty and health conscious people. We sent to some mommy bloggers. Immediately that day, we got a bunch of uh, orders, and so we started increasing from two dollars, uh, from five dollars to twenty to a hundred. And by I would say, by the end of summer, we spent a thousand per day wow. <laughs> advertising. And by the um by November for Black Friday and Christmas, we're spending almost 1,500 per day on advertising. Wow. And so last year, we our robot is about 3.5. And so we're doing really well, but hey, <laughs> during the process, Facebook was shutting us down, and apologize, oh, this is algorithm making some mistakes and then you know, putting us back up. And we understand we're a so called sensitive category, right? Face mask. And um, so we just kind of didn't have time to deal with it as long as they say and they apologize, and mistake, they put us. So we have to you know go down and ramp back up. Go down, ramp back up. That actually affected our roles a lot. I think our role should be five, right? But you kept getting shut down and coming back up so really affected our, our uh, performance even more but this year starting march we started having some instability i don't know what's going on and um over the course of i think the past year i learned that agency also doesn't know what's going on <laughs> um and i think facebook is just like a black box and um you know i I respect agency expertise in terms of working on the you know working on the the mechanism It's like how you know how does it work the the whole interface is um the business manager is not very user friendly right you you have used that before oh like you can get lost in the system so I really rely on agency to tell me you know how to look at the data how to maneuver um uh, the system but in terms of how Facebook decide where you spend the money because you can put in five different creatives in into the system and they just pick one and run with it. And I said, wait a minute, you didn't really run enough, you know, the rest of the creative to test it out. But they just decided arbitrarily, well, wow, that is uh, the winner. So you, you never know why. <laughs> you just... And then after... So many months, I have given up on asking why, <laughs> because you know, coming from the direct marketing background, the segmentation is the key, right? Okay, you are targeting women between eighteen to twenty-nine, and a college, ed- college educated, and you know, certain geographic or demographic lifestyle. A lot of times, it and turned out that Facebook. In, at least in our case, broad audience always perform better than this, the targeted one. I don't know why, and nobody could explain to me why. So, so that's so far our journey. But you know, it's still very unstable, and the Facebook is changing policy all the time. So even when we ask customer service why is this happening, um, they cannot explain to me. So in may. They basically uh, put one of our uh, accounts, ad accounts, uh, into permanent ban. (laughs) And then we spent hours asking customer service or their support team why. Nobody could tell me why. They said we we were told not to provide any explanation because we don't want people to go around the system, you know, Knowing the understanding how it works, and so after many hours of um, <laughs> drilling them, finally they gave me two reasons. One is one of the I think you will find this most ridiculous. Uh, one of the creative uh, ads was uh, we have a carousel ad with nine women, all real uh, people giving testimonial, you know, with their picture wearing a mask and tell you know, talking about why they love it. So in that text bubble with, you know, a few lines of their words, and we had a, because the background is the pictures, we want to make the text easier to read when we have a text bubble with some grayed out, you know, color. It doesn't, it's not even solid color. It's a grayed out color. So there's no way you can look at that and say, okay, I'm going to click on that. So uh Facebook rep told me that, we violated our policy because that text bubble looked too much like a clickable button. <laughs> so I said, you've got to be kidding me. And so because we, you know, five out of nine uh, images were banned, so they are counting them as multiple violations early this year, Dr. Fauci said that to double mask, because there's in, inconsistent quality of mask, right? There are people with paper, a really, really thin mask, there doesn't do very much. So instead of, they couldn't standardize the mask, uh, you know, quality or standard in this US, so they, he started telling people to double mask. So we had a, and because our mask is triple layer protection with antibacterial fabric, so you will not get acne, you will not get breakout and it's designed for sportswear material. So it's very breathable. And so we had this triple layer protection. So our tagline was, we had a video saying that Dr. Fauci said to double mask and we give you triple layer protection. And, um, wow, well, that was one of the best performing <laughs> ads. So people came in and, and, and also the music, everything was doing, you know, just perfectly. And then we started getting haters comment because we mentioned, you know, Dr. Fauci, right. So that was the (laughs) people evil either hate it or love him, this guy. So we happened to love (laughs) Dr. Fauci and, but a lot of people came in and gave us haters comment. And I kind of left it alone for a while because I wanted to, see how what they say and um we have people loyal friend come in loyal fans come in and um defended us and said you know and so they're having some this um, argument in our chat so we eventually turn off the um not didn't turn off comment, we eventually banned the keywords like all the curse word we ban, all the you know, <laughs> like idiot or moron, all these <laughs> negative words we ban, and um, so those people start hate uh, not hiding our ha- ads. And I was told later by Facebook uh, rep that if you have too many people hiding your ads, uh, the system will shut you down.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so frustrating to have your ads shut down multiple times. Um, what did you learn through that process? And do you have any advice that you can share to help other marketers out there in their process of running ads on Facebook?
1: Because the advertising rules are written in such a vague <laughs> manner. Um when they direct you to read the app policy, you you still don't know. I can read it back and you know up and down, back and forth. I still do not know what app policy I violi- I violated, so I really can't answer that question directly. You can only assume that you things will not go as you plan. Sometimes half of the time, if you are in a you know tricky um, a platform, so the best advice in that case would be that have sufficient funding so you can have some leeway, uh, to when, you know, and some time to, to buy yourself some time to, when you are, you know, uh, diverting to another path of, of sales or, uh, channels. So in our case, um, you know, this is my second business, right. And, uh, uh, we have uh, uh, initial funding. And uh, so we are in, we are in, and my husband and I are not paying ourselves at all, right? And we are okay. But I cannot imagine if people throw in their entire savings to start a business and then get screwed by Facebook this way. I just don't know what they would do, right? So in this case, I I can only say that you have to have a backup plan. Plan B is always good. Um, I think that would be my best advice uh, when you work with a tricky system like this, with so much unknown, with a black box. No no specialist, no agency can explain to me what is happening to our account. Even Facebook cannot explain to us what's happening to our account. So... You know, there are certain things that money cannot solve until you have a plan B, right? So that's, that's what I think um, anyone, you know, with a startup should always have.
0: Yeah, that's really valuable advice. And um, along those lines, what qualities do you think marketers should have in 2021 to be successful in the current environment of online advertising?
1: I have to really kind of keep up with the consumer. Consumer today are fast changing, right? And um, what is hot today, it could be really cold tomorrow. And so really, really changing so fast. And if you rely on your past experience, a lot of time is not so relevant anymore. Imagine I moved away from the U.S. 2008 and came back 2018. Actually, 2007 and 2018, so 11 years. When I came back, I had to relearn the whole U.S. market. It's so different, right? So I think to keep up with what's going on with the market and the consumer, that's number one. Don't rely on your past experience so much because it's changing too fast, but when you comes to actually running the marketing program, okay, I, have, I mean, I have to say this, I respect agency a lot, but when it comes to Facebook marketing, the fact that it's a, such a black box, okay, you cannot, you have to take everything with grain results. Whatever they tell you, whatever the so-called expert tell you, you have to ask the question, Why? Why, why, why? Why not? And, and a lot of times you will be surprised. They don't know the answer. So I think it's important for you to know what they really know and what they don't know. I, what I don't want is people pretend they know and they don't tell me they don't know. That is the worst because, because I need to know your limitations so I will know how I can plan ahead. I know how much unknown that we are dealing with right? Because last year I did not know how much unknown, how tricky this Facebook advertising system was. So I decided to just focus on Facebook advertising. I did not go to Amazon. But if I had known that even agency and expert and all these do not know how it works, then I would not put all my 100%, you know, bets on Facebook, right? So please tell me what you don't know. It's okay if you don't know, right? So I think as a marketer, especially on the corporate side, okay, don't listen to your agency as, you know, like, don't take everything on face value. That's what I want to say.
0: That's really well said. And I agree that marketers should always be asking why and not just settling for the information that they're getting from their agencies, their Facebook reps, etc. Do you have any other advice for marketers selling, let's say controversial items?
1: I actually don't know why face masks, especially our non-medical grade masks is controversial. (laughs) They're everywhere in uh, Amazon, you know, they're everywhere. So I don't know why it's controversial on Facebook, um, but, um, it's uh, considered restricted, right? They don't want you to, there are certain criteria. You have to be a business account of more than four months of good standing on Facebook to advertise. Um, my only advice for that category is that it doesn't matter what you think because what i think is right facebook doesn't necessarily think that way so you just have to deal with the reality deal with the bureaucracy do facebook is you know i don't know gonna be a trillion dollar company i don't know it's just so big a lot of things don't make sense anymore you can't even talk to a live person sometime to really get the the real answer, right? So we would spend hours and hours and talking to, I mean, chatting on on Facebook with with a rep, and a lot of them is out of their hand. They also don't know. They also don't understand. So my only advice for people in this controversial or restricted category is that the policies are changing all the time, right? So you just have to get with the program. Either you you. You either play or you don't play. And if you decide to play, just have to kind of like go with the flow. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what you think is right, right? We have customers sending, sending us email saying that, oh, my, my, uh, my son is going back to college next week and he will only wear your mask. I need to order 10 more okay? Because we bought a hundred others and you're the only one that works in the humid temperatures. When I get emails like that, I know I'm helping somebody, right? I'm helping them to keep their mask on so they will not get acne from wearing my mask. They will not sweat, right? They will not suffocate. They'll be comfortable. We have six-year-old mother told me that she she wore my she wore my mask throughout the whole summer camp all day long without complaints. So when I hear when I hear a feedback like I know I'm doing something right. I don't care what Facebook says controversial restricted category. You know if you don't let me sell on Facebook, I'll sell on Amazon. You just have to have your plan B and believe what you believe in, and then you know get with the program and stop fighting the system. You know it doesn't matter what I think is right anymore. You just have to you know, play by their rules and adapt.
0: <laughs> that is excellent stuff. And I have one last question. Is there any final advice that you want to give to our listeners out there, uh, our marketing professionals, uh, anything that you want to leave
1: them with? I All I can say is stay safe and stay healthy and keep your mask on. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't have to be my mask, but my mask is great mask, but uh, just keep your mask on, make sure it's good quality has good protection. It's breathable, comfortable, so you can keep it on for a long time. That would be my best advice to stay healthy right now.
0: Michelle, thank you so much for sharing your story and so much great tangible advice today. It's been a real pleasure and just wishing you the best of luck with the future of Hygiene Hero.
1: Thank um, you so much for the opportunity, Rob. I love what you're doing. I can see and I can can feel that, you know, the excitement that you have for what you're doing. I think what you're doing, um, sharing all the knowledge. I I wish I had more access to content to your kind of, to content like yours because we can learn so much from, you know, each other and avoid so many missteps <laughs> that I had before, right? So thank you for what you're doing.
0: Well, thank you so much. I, I honestly could do this all day. Um, it's so much fun learning from so many awesome marketers out there, hearing their experience. And um, yeah, thank you so much again for, for being on the show.
1: Thank you so much.
0: The e-commerce pros podcast is brought to you by Video Fresh. VideoFresh makes it easier than ever to get the custom video content you need for your e-commerce products. Whether you need informative features and benefits videos, scroll-stopping ads, or eye-popping social media videos, the versatile VideoFresh team has you covered. They also have a perfect video guarantee. If you aren't completely satisfied with a video for any reason, they will keep working on it for free until you love every frame. Learn more at videofresh.co.